Keeping Up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure, is sponsored by SJL General Contractors. SJL General Contractors is licensed in both Alabama and Tennessee. This family-owned business provides mass grading, storm drainage, sewer and concrete improvement, asphalt paving, erosion control, demolition, and heavy hauling. If you're in need of any of these services, you can contact them at 931 933-4660. That is 931-433-4660. If you'd like to be employed by this family-owned company, three W's and a dot, sjnl.com, www.sjnl.com. If another person, and I mean one more, if another person says War Eagle to me. I may go to Petco, buy a dozen hamsters, blow up their little bodies by blowing into their noses and pop them like party balloons. I I am so tired. I don't know if it, I don't know if they're being cruel. I don't know if they're teasing me because they think I'm an Alabama fan. I don't know if they know that I don't really watch SEC football, that I mostly spend my Saturdays in the woods hunting or climbing. But you walk into a room and someone says, War Eagle. You walk into church and somebody says, War Eagle. I walked into a room and six foot four, 290 pound Roderick Chambers, who used to play football for Auburn, the train looks at me and says, War Eagle. And I'm like, Why is this man picking on me? And then somebody pointed out, you're wearing an, an, an Auburn shirt. Oh, well, I don't mean anything by it. I mean, just because I'm wearing an Auburn shirt doesn't mean I want you to say Auburn things to me. Just, just because I'm wearing the, the Auburn shirt doesn't mean I like Auburn. I mean, can a guy wear a shirt and it not mean anything? Well, Probably not, actually. You see, most of us don't get dressed on accident. Okay, the boys in the seventh grade get dressed by accident. But what we walk out into the world wearing is is somewhat intentional. It's either intended not to draw attention to ourselves or to draw attention to ourselves. And I don't think we're really naive enough to believe that the things that we wear don't say things. But back to the, the Auburn shirt, back it's probably time to talk about the elephant that's not in the room. So everybody who is familiar with me knows that, that I have a hobby. I, I goof around with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, we wear these things called rash guards. They're a long sleeve, tight-fitting shirt that uh, keeps you from burning your elbows and, and getting rashes from the mat. And uh, most of them are very unique in their color design. Uh, the ones that I have look like exoskeletons uh, in the particular branch of uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu that I do. Uh, you don't get a, you don't wear the, the traditional gi. We, we just wear, it's a no-gi style. And so instead of wearing the little pajama costume that karate people wear, we just, you know, roll around in, in, in shorts or sweatpants or uh, spats or, and rash guards. And, and the ranking, if you're a, you know, let's say you're a brown belt 
you don't wear a brown belt to class. You would wear, if you were in an official ranking system, you'd wear a brown rash guard. It would have a, a signature of your instructor. And it's in the system that, that I do, it's the 10th planet system under Eddie Bravo. And, and so one of my rash guards is purple because I, I have a purple belt. And if you can picture me in, in a, a purple rash guard with an exoskeleton design on it, then that may be an image you don't need. But so on Monday mornings, we do the blue jitsu. That's where the cops get together and do uh, a little bit of training. And then I go hang out with those guys and learn some things from uh, the guys in the room and, and, and roll around some and get a little cardio. And then usually I'll leave uh, the jiu-jitsu gym and uh, go to the office and see clients. So I'm, you know, walk out of the gym and I'm getting ready to go clean up and, and I don't, I don't have an office shirt and I can't go sit in my office wearing a purple rash guard and expect people to be comfortable. Now I'm not a slave to fashion for sure, but that's, you know, wow. Sitting in the, an office and trying to talk to people about their, their depression or their marriages or their anxiety, wearing a skin tight purple rash guard, probably not going to be a good plan. So I say to myself, well, you know, you'll just go to the mall and get a shirt. I think there's a store in the mall that sells those shirts like my daughter gives me. Now, I have a series of, of shirts with the guys that ride the horses with the hammer. I don't know if that's Thor on a pony or, or maybe it's pole. I don't know. But I don't buy those. I was given those. Lonnie Beth and Tyler give those to me when Tyler gets tired of wearing them and he cycles into his newest wardrobe. And, hey, I was unprepared for, for what they want you to pay for Thor on a horse. The dude with the hammer riding the horse, those are expensive shirts, and I'm not going to pay that for a shirt. I can't believe my daughter pays that for a shirt and then gives them away. But I'm just, so I, I go into the store. Now, yes, I'm at Dillard's, and I'm in my purple rash guard, and they will judge you at Dillard's. Let me just say that right now, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm walking around Dillard's trying to find something that a reasonable person can afford and while being judged by the, the people. And I just decide, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to pay that for a shirt. So I find a sporting goods store and decide, you know what, I'll buy me a little cheap shirt here. And, and okay, as a person who does a little bit of art, the worst logo in the entire planet is the scripted A for Alabama football. I don't know how you get that as your logo. They've got this billion-dollar band. They've got a billion-dollar coach. Their mascot is really, really cool. I like the Big Al costume. The worst mascot in college football is the Nittany Lion. I mean, that poor thing looks like a chupacabra with the mange. But this script today, I mean, what happened? Did the guy get to the meeting and didn't realize that was the day for the thing? And, and uh, Bob, do you have that design? Uh, that, that was today? And what do you do? You, you whip out a calligraphy pencil and you whip out this script. That I, I am, and, and I like Alabama football for the most part, but I hate that A. So I'm not going to buy that. I'm just not going to buy it and... And the cheapest shirt on the shelf, the cheapest shirt in the store, $35, 
is a dark blue pullover with this little orange AU on it. And I think, you know, that that's I, I can do that. And so I buy this Auburn shirt. Well, then everywhere I go wearing my Auburn shirt, people are like, War Eagle, War Eagle, War Eagle. I get home and my wife's like, what? I said, I forgot my office shirt and, and I had to buy this. And she says, well, that color looks good on you. I'd like to see it again. So it's in the rotation. I'm not an Auburn fan, but I have no pride. So I just wear this shirt because Miss Jones says she likes the way it looks. So should I or should I not be offended when the thing that I advertise gets attention to me? Should it be a problem or should it not be a problem? And and when people say, War Eagle, do I then have to talk about the elephant that's not in the room and explain what I am indeed doing wearing an Auburn shirt? Or should I just shut up and say War Eagle back? I had to explain to Mr. Chambers the terrain from Auburn University, who is now a, a trainer for the Board of Pro, Probation Officers and Parole Officers, that, no, look, I'm really not an Auburn fan. I just wear the shirt because my wife likes it. And he gave me one of those big bear paw high fives and laughed. If what you present and people's reaction to what you present offends you, then maybe you're not as convicted about what you're presenting as you maybe thought you were. See, if I am an Auburn fan, and you don't like it, it doesn't matter. If I support this, that, or the other, and you have the ability to hurt my feelings over the fact that you disagree with me, then I'm really not that strong of a supporter of this, that, or the other. If I have this identity about myself and you don't buy into it and it crushes my world because you don't buy into my delusion, then maybe I'm not that strongly convinced about what it is that I think I am or am not or should be or should not be. Being offended because somebody comments on what you're advertising is really a matter of, of cognitive dissonance or consistency. You see, whatever your sports team is, and I guess if I have to talk sports, then, then I'm an old school Raider fan. Back in 1981, Matuzak and Bolitnikov and Sistrunk, those guys who played real smash-mouth football. You know, the, the idea of being an Oakland Raider fan was, you know, I'm not really here for the football. I'm just here for the violence. <laughs> and, and, and when the Raiders are good, they're good. And when they're bad, they're bad. But guess what? Real men wear black. And I don't care what you think about them. I'm an Oakland Raider, L.A. Raider, or Las Vegas Raider, or Saskatchewan Raider. Wherever they end up living, I'm going to be a Raider fan. I like their logo. I like their colors. And I like the style of football that they play when it's old school, violent football. 
But if I wear my Raiders t-shirt or my Raiders hat and you go, man, I don't like that. And it, it, it destroys my spirit and it breaks my heart and it offends my little soul. And I'm really not a Raider fan. And, and that's true, I think, across the board. And if what you believe about a mask, a vaccine, a political party, creation, evolution, age of the earth, or how many genders there are, if my disagreeing with you can upset your apple cart to the point that we're not friends anymore, then the problem is not that I disagree with you, but the problem is that the fact that I disagree with you can can damage what it is that you say you've bought into and you believe, and you're really not wholesale into it. You're, you're wearing a shirt because you think somebody else likes it. Keeping up with Jones, the Lonnie Jones podcast adventure. I am your host, Lonnie Jones. My wife Jackie and I moved to the city of Huntsville in 1986 for me to be a youth and family minister. I have been a minister since 1980. I have served in this community as a police chaplain assigned to a SWAT team since 1992. And I've been in private practice as a licensed professional counselor since 1998. I'm also an adventure educator and an avid outdoorsman. I dabble in rock climbing and I goof around with Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Our life has been full of many wonderful experiences and some just outright adventures. I used to write about those things in a little church bulletin article. So now instead of asking you to read those things, we're just going to talk about them in our podcast. And as we talk about them, we're going to talk about the facts. The facts lead to concepts, and the concepts lead to application. One caveat about the facts is, for the most part, we're going to tell you the facts just as they happened. But every now and then, we're going to tell you the way other people have told us they remember it happening with a little bit of embellishment. It's all good, clean, fun, and for educational purposes. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy Keeping Up with Jones.